Hello, and welcome to the Fantasy National Golf Club. This is Nice Shot Pods, featuring Tractor, the Rhino, the Moose, and Paul. This week, we break down the Farmer's Insurance Open. We play Values and Viruses. We make one and done in Fantasy Nassau picks. Rhino gets cyberbullied after posting a screenshot of his lineup in the quarter arcade after the first round of the Amex. We play, who the hell is that guy? And what should his nickname be? And we talk about stupid golf products. Hello and welcome. This is the Moose and we are here back for another episode of Nice Shot Pods. This week we're talking about the Farmers Insurance Open at Torrey Pines in San Diego. We've got the Tractor here. How you doing, Tractor? Pretty good. How you doing, Moose? Doing pretty good. We've got the Rhino here. How you doing, Rhino? Luscious. Doing great. How you doing, Moosey? Uh, doing pretty good, thanks. And how about you? How how's Paul doing today? I'm doing good too, Moose. Thanks. Yeah, that's a little that's enough from you there, Paul. Come on, talk about <laughs> it. So um guys, the PGA show's going on this week, the big old merchandise show down in Florida. So I thought just to kind of kick us off this, we could kind of go around and talk about what our favorite golf products are. You know, loosely defined golf products. Tractor, you want to start? What's your favorite? Yeah, I think I think my favorite golf product of the last few years is, without a doubt, the uh, Golf Pride MCC Plus 4. Uh, I've always put more wraps on the bottom, and to not have to actually build up my wraps on the bottom has saved me a ton of time. Uh, putting wait, grips together. Wait, what are what is this? I don't even know what these are. The plus fours? Come on, bro. Oh, 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 yeah, 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 yeah. The grips. Yeah, fat at the bottom. Yeah. So what, yeah. what did you what do you think I was talking about? I don't know, but you just went into it so fast. Well, I just figure everyone here like knows golf and is just not dumb. <laughs> uh, I think they're awesome. I've always loved a lower like a a built up lower hand and just to not have to add the wraps on my own probably saved me an hour and probably an hour of regrip time. So to have that just ready to go, I love it. How often are you regripping? Oh, three times a year. Probably every 20, 25 rounds. Jesus. Yeah. Well, dude, those those grips with the cords, they get really hard. So I like to flip them out so they get a little bit softer. You're just flush with cash. They, they break in after. a rat, too. True. Yeah. They don't break in for 10 rounds. Yeah. I mean, but I, then again, I... I just like put new grips on. He he does put a lot more swings per round on those than you do, oh. Jordan, as well. Ooh. Yeah, about twenty. <laughs> Partner. <laughs> Jordan, what's your favorite golf product? Uh, you know, it's not really a golf product. It's just uh, the way we've seen the nature of the game change in the last few years. And I'm going to say Bluetooth speakers, big oh, ones, small it. ones, clip-ons. It's awesome. It's revolutionized the game. I love it. Love to listen to tunes. I'm definitely on the range as well as the golf course. So. I'm all about them. Do you like to be in control of the playlist, or do you like it when just somebody else has it going? You know what? I'll switch it up. I like to probably be in control about 50% of the time. Otherwise, you know, I mean, the best way to, like, learn new music is just let it shuffle. Let's see what other people have going on. Jordan, when you're playing, what's your favorite, like, playlist style to play to? Ah, uh, great question. Uh, probably classic rock, maybe a little folksy. Uh, you know, I mean, there's a certain gentleman that we know that loves the Grateful Dead and Dead and & Company. It's not the kind of music that I normally listen to, but I really like it on the golf course. Yeah, I'd agree. I think on the golf course, any type of music that kind of like everyone knows, non-offensive, and like it's just kind of like a vibe is like the way to go. Kind of turns into background noise. Mm-hmm. I really like that. I mean, we can get into a story about Hawaii when I was playing with uh, Chris Hansen at uh, Manele, like the greatest golf course of all time. Then we're out there playing, 
and he's literally has scream rock going. Well, he loves Nickelback. We're in like the greatest place in the world, Island Vibes time, dude. We're playing some reggae or something. Like I can't take this anymore. We're in the greatest location of all time, and I'm getting scream raged at for the last hour and a half. You get that at home. Oh, <laughs> do I? <laughs> Paul, what's your favorite? You know, I'm not a big gadget guy, but so it'll be a little boring here, not surprising on that, but um, probably my my driver shaft. I've had it for probably seven years now. It's the Tour ADDI, the old orange and white. You know, I know Tiger had it in his driver at one point. I think there's still a few guys using it. Spieth. Spieth did, Hideki, and it's, so I think I've had that shaft now in four different driver heads. It's something I like, stuck with it. Um it's also evolved. We've got the same shaft. It's a little heavier as it progresses. Uh, three wooden hybrid, too. I know Tractor hates it. It's one of the best shafts ever made if you have, like, a super consistent golf swing. Well. It has no... It's completely <laughs> unstable. So if you start getting loose, I mean, it's just... there's It's not going to help you. I mean, I'm not built to swing that shaft. I mean, my, my swing's wild. <laughs> well, by consistent, I mean consistently inconsistent maybe that works for me then yeah gotcha you've got the hideki pause at the top too yeah hideki used that too right yeah you gotta play there's something there my favorite golf product is fantasynational.com where you can join today and save 20 percent by going to fantasynational.com slash pods that's p-o-d-s while i'm at it my second favorite is probably this podcast which is nice shot pods uh download subscribe Rate it, like it, retweet it to your friends, please. Thank you. Uh, speaking of which, Nomad from Cincy was our winner of our free Fantasy National membership last week. He had a very nice uh, comment, uh, review. He said, this, this is like the banter you hear in the clubhouse, but from guys that know what they're talking about. Great insights, and I like the picks. Tractor, keep up the good work. Yeah, I think we all know the true hero of this show is me for comedic value. So, I mean, I love that review. Well, and thank you for your hot takes last week of Kevin Kisner and Brian Gay. Whoa, yeah, whoa, whoa. We you're don't on worry fire. about the losers. Keep it up, We bro. only pump the winners. Yeah, okay. Vegas Dave 2.0. He, he clearly he clearly wrote that review before the week started and our picks went to shit. Yeah. Hey, but I'm riding high on people loving me for a little bit, and it's going to turn, so I know that. So I got to take it advantage while things are hot. <laughs> and then in all honesty one of my favorite golf products i have is it's called a one wheel it's like an electronic skateboard with one wheel in the middle of it and it feels like you're snowboarding on on the grass and i just think if if the 18 year old version of myself could have seen me like snowboarding down the fairways with the set of b- clubs on my back i'd have just like given myself a round of applause and said okay life's gonna be pretty cool yeah those things are really fun to rip around on so moose uh where are you at with using those at hazeltine i don't know paul paul has it ever come up at the uh the greens committee i think that's a golf committee issue that's oh. what everybody everybody points I, at yeah. somebody else talk to bopper or gusty yeah so i'm i'm trying to just play play it cool i don't want to like push super hard and get people pissed and just say no you can't do it at all i've gone out a couple times at night without asking permission and know that but that's all i'm really ever going to do anyways i like walking most of the time but it is it is so fun to go rip around on and play it'd be awesome for like first out in the morning just go and play in like two hours but it's gotta be dry well yeah i was gonna say what about like a super hilly golf course is it dangerous at all? Yeah, it's all it's great. Like downhill doesn't matter because you just lean back to slow down, so you can go down the steepest hill at like a mile per hour if you want. Okay. Have you taken any diggers on that? Yeah, 
when you're going uphill, if you're like flying and you're going uphill and your thing kind of slips, you can kind of go f- flying forward. I've taken a couple spills with my bag on, but most of the time you're in grass and it just doesn't really hurt. Though my body is getting old and at some point I'll like break a hip. Yeah. Well, the positive is you're normally drunk or high, so you know, you can't get hurt that bad. That's true. It is actually, that's the best thing for it though, is sometimes I'll just bring it up in my car. And then if I drink too much, I'll just take that home and leave the car there and come back and get it tomorrow with the one wheel. So, <laughs> so one wheel's really just like your sober ride home. Yeah, basically. It's not necessarily the smartest sober ride home, but <laughs> it, it works. By in no way are we condoning drinking or smoking or hitting the pen and one wheeling home. Let that no. be known. I am. It's awesome. Yeah, do you have any canned wine going oh, on tonight? Sorry? I was asking Tractor if he had any canned wine open tonight. No, no canned wine right now. I got to go to Total Wine to get some more. I drank it all. It happens at my house. I'm surprised that that wasn't your favorite golf product. I feel like canned wine is just like a lifestyle product. <laughs> is there a Napa Valley of canned wine? Is there like a spot to go? Dude, so many places are starting to make canned wine, like good places. I'm telling you, it's like a revolution. It's now time to break down the Farmer's Insurance Open. Okay, guys, this week we're at Torrey Pines in San Diego. We've got two courses to play on this week. You've got Torrey Pines North, Torrey Pines South. They're only playing the North course once this week, so I'm kind of just throwing that out the window, not really giving that much weight. South course plays over 7,700 yards, par 72. Tractor, you've played out there before, haven't you? Yeah, I played there in 2016, a week or two before the Farmers, actually. I played the oh, North, really? Yeah, I played the North course. And they got that rough going, and you'll see people talking online about how the rough there is gnarly for that tournament, and it is gnarly. Um, I mean, you got to hit the fairways. When I got in the rough, because I don't hit a lot of fairways, it was really, really hard. And it's the type of grass where it just nestles straight down to the bottom, super thick overseed, grain going all over. You got to be in the fairway. Fairways are tough to hit there this week, too, it looks like. Yeah, so when we were out there, obviously for the farmers, so you get to see, I was out there with one of the guys who worked there. You could see where they brought all the fairways in, right? So that's like some of like the gnarliest spots are this extra overseeded section where it's normally fairway. So they shrink them all in, and they, I mean, it's it's tight. I mean, I was shocked how tight, and especially when he says, oh, outside of tournament week, it's expanded out to here, and you're like, oh, well, that would be way more fun to play. Tractor, so then is it better to miss big? Would you say? No. I guess, yeah, that kind of concept, if you can get 10 to 15 yards off the fairway, you're probably more in a lighter rough. I would agree with that. Like, just being a yard or two off the fairway is not ideal. At least when I played it, that was 2016, so I don't know if they made any changes. I think that was, so that would have been before they redid the north course, correct? I think that was Yeah, I think that was 2017. What they really redid on the north course ball, they rerouted it. So sure. the routing was kind of dumb, in my opinion, on the north course. You played the front nine was like kind of all their like ocean holes, right? Like yeah. With the yep. views and that. In the back nine looked like you were playing any parkland course in America. So yeah, because yeah, I read they swapped them, so you kind of finish with the you know the Pacific nine now, so it leaves a lasting impression. Yep, and I think, and I would one hundred percent agree with that. When I played it, I was like, the front nine is kind of cool. I mean, I played a lot of ocean golf, so the north course wasn't like my the coolest ocean course I've ever played. In the back nine was like 
any parkland course. And so now they've kind of switched it in and out where you kind of play some on the water, then more inland, then water, then inland. I think will make that course just so much cooler. And then Moose 2, then I walked the south. South's cool. I mean, you can tell it's a better golf course in the north. Um, and then obviously this year they lengthened it again. So I'm pretty sure it's the longest course on the PGA Tour rotation this year. They added like 68 yards. So, I mean, it's a beast. It's just, it's super long. So this week, obviously, driving distance gains going to be a stat I'm looking at. Looks like approach, strokes gained approach and strokes gained putting are where guys who finish in the top 10 typically gain their most strokes. They also make hay on the par fives. Sand saves gained here seems to be pretty big, um, as well as greens and regulation. More greens you hit, the better you're going to perform here. And uh, typically, they're hitting the ball a little bit closer to the hole than average on their approach shots. So I'm looking at putting from maybe 10 to 15 feet. And I saw that that was something that was kind of important last year when Justin Rose won. So speaking of winners, past winners of here are... Rose won last year in 2019. Mr. Minute Clinic himself, Jason Dayquill, won it in 2018 and in 2015, 16. Rom won it in 17, and Sneds won it in 16. Something like that. So Rose, Day, Rom, Sneds. And Day's got two wins. Last year, that was Rose uh, Honma coming out party. Remember when he just switched out of TaylorMade, Adidas, and went to uh, Honma? And everyone is questioning the decision. Uh, to follow the CEO over there. And then, I mean, he won that tournament. That was crazy. And yeah, not to mention he shot 21 under last year. That's deep. Which, the you know, the four previous was 10, 13, 6, and 9. So it was, I can't, I mean, I don't know if it was just perfect weather or something or what, but, I mean, that's pretty stupid low. I, well, the year course. that Sneds won it, what, in 16 or whatever, it was blowing like 35 that whole Yeah, like Sunday, I think like, he shot one or two under and just lapped the field. Yeah, I think he was deeper than that. Yeah, like the next best in the field was like six strokes worse than him. Something like that. But regardless, it was good. I should have looked that up beforehand. But it's in the past. It ain't going to help us this week, is it? Not with him, no. So guys that we're looking at this week, who you guys got? Who who you guys like? Let's let's play value or virus. Give us a guy that you thinks either a value or just a virus to your lineups. Okay, well, let's start with Lonto Griffin. I'll take Lanto. Yeah. I think Lanto's a value this week. I mean, the things you talked about, stroke gain's putting. He's in the top 20. Stroke gain, uh, sand is top 20. Strokes gain, tee to green, you know, top 35. Stroke gain's total, top 20. And I mean, at it for, I think that's a value play this week. Yeah, for sure. So uh, actually both him and Scotty Scheffler, they're both kind of, I mean, well, Lanto's 7,900 and Scotty's 8,800. Both of those guys have been coming in super high owned recently. So I'm kind of on the, I'm going to call one of them a virus and one of them a uh, value. And I'm not sure which one's which, but I think I'm probably going to play Lonto and not Scotty Scheffler this week, just because their ownership's getting ridiculous. How about you, uh, Ryan? Are you got anything on any of those guys or anybody you want to throw in? I, I don't know if the guy's necessarily chalk. And he was my Nassau pick last week. I just like his game, and I think he's ready for a win, or at least the top five. He's ready to contend, and that's my guy, Tony Finau. Not really a horse for a course. I mean, it's not like he's won here, but he's been T24 better the last four years at Torrey. Um, and, and like I said, so he's my Nassau pick last weekend. I got to watch kind of how he was playing. And I think stadium course, you got a lot of trouble left, a lot of hazard. So he was, and I even heard on the telecast, they said that he was kind of like guiding it out there 80%. This is a bigger golf course. 
Uh, I think he's like top 12 in driving distance. So it's a little bigger ballpark. He can just rip it. It's his third week in a row playing. I kind of like that. He's not going to be really fatigued. That's my guy. I think he's he's got a chance to win this week. And at 9,300, that, that's okay. Yeah, 9,300. He's, he's coming in on a little bit on the chalkier side. We have him projected around 19% on this week at fantasynational.com slash pods where you can save 20% on your membership dues. Oh, you, Paul, are there any guys that you're liking this week? Tom Hoagie. So I know one one stat we're looking at this week, strokes gained approach. He's 11th in his last 50 rounds. Uh, last two starts, T12 at the Sony, then T6 last week at the American Express. And he does have a little success here at Torrey. Uh, he had a T12 two years ago in 2018, and he's only 6900 bucks. So I think his ownership might go up a little bit with the past uh, past two weeks good finishes, but um still think he's pretty good value at 6900 Oh, I like that. I like him. One guy that kept popping up in my models as I was building was Sepp Straka this week. Um, the guy's been solid tee to green both recently on last three months and over the long term for the last 50 rounds. He's right there, middle of the field, and birdies gained and bogeys avoided. His, he's got the distance. His one knock is he's kind of a little bit bottom half of the field and sand saves gained and not great on the par fives, but... He's got good tee to green history at Torrey Pines, and at sixty nine hundred bucks, I don't expect him to be super highly owned, and I think that might be a good value play. Speaking of viruses, how are you guys feeling about Jason Day this week? Two time returning champ, won't eat it. I think he's going to come down with a virus. Yeah, Paul shot out something that the weather's only going to be like sixty five degrees and maybe partly cloudy. So, well, well, there's more to that. So, just looking at Thursday. And I'm going to cite AccuWeather.com on this one. Mostly sunny. Air quality will be unhealthy for sensitive groups. Oh, oh. no. Oh, pack it up. Quill. Pack it up. Jason seems like a great guy, but I'm guessing he probably falls in that group, unfortunately. The toddlers, seniors, and Jason Day. But in all seriousness, we haven't seen him since last year. I mean, he backed out of the President's Cup, which... You know, huge deal in his home country with the bad back. So I just, I don't know how you can play him this week. And he's still pretty expensive at 9000 How do you trust him? We haven't seen anything. And with the injuries and everything else, I think I'd, I'd ride it out and wait to see something from him first. I really wish he'd get healthy again just for, like, love of golf. Because he is so good. Such a talent. I mean, he's he's fun to rip on because he pulls out. That's what my wife says. <laughs> What'd you say? I said that's what my wife's fun. He's fun to rip on because he pulls out. No, he doesn't. Doesn't he have four kids now? <laughs> yeah, that's probably true. <laughs> yeah, and then, you know, here's another one that's just kind of interesting to me is Bubba at 7,500. Now, the guy's got the distance, clearly. He's rested up. Now, that could be a good or bad thing. I don't know whether what kind of form he's going to come in on. He hasn't played since probably October. But a guy that's definitely capable of winning that's probably not going to have high ownership and you're going to have plenty of room for other people. What do you guys think about Bubba Golf? I mean, Bubba's, he's always got a chance, right? I mean, I'm not, he's, if I'm building lineups, he's probably really limited for me. It's time for our one and done picks. Last week, um, Tractor was riding high after the Sony, as if you listened to our podcast last week. Um, quite proud of himself for his Webb Simpson pick, third place at the Sony. <laughs> hey. Got off to a, a nice lead. You still feeling good about that one, Tractor? Yeah, I am feeling good about that one. It's a 
Top five. How many top fives you guys got? <laughs> I mean, I don't want to talk about. Th- I don't want to talk about last week. Last week was pathetic. Yours For truly, you guys. Paul here took Jason Kokrak. Another miscut. So back to back, Kokrak and Reed. So what does that what does that give you a total for the season? Uh, let me add it up here quick. Uh, Zero dollars. Perfect. All right. <laughs> so coming in hot, tractor Kevin Kisner was pretty pretty high on him last week. Also a miscut. Zero dollars. Yeah, I'm a little bummed out about that because you know we talked last week with the three course deal, trying to find a guy who can kind of seem to go with the flow and you know just hack it around and not really worry about having to play three separate courses. And apparently he couldn't. He did hack it around. <laughs> oh, he did. Um, next, I'm going to go Rhino. Oddly enough, T21 from Brian Harmon matching his T21 from Colin Morikawa at the Sony Open. It so. was a more graceful T21. I didn't get butt-fucked like Morikawa <laughs> the week before. But, uh, yeah, it's 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 money. I got a cash, and then I look at you three jamooks, and you yep. didn't make a dollar. So I'm, yep. uh, I'm gaining on tractor. Yep, so Moose and I are at $0.00. Rhino at one hundred twenty-seven thousand seven hundred forty-nine. Tractor four fifty-five four hundred. But uh, before I forget, Moose, what the hell happened with you picking Joel Damon? Didn't even play last week. No, so he didn't play, and then I subbed in Lashley, and he withdrew too. So I'm <laughs> after I, one round, though, right? After one round, but still. So I've got one miscut from Justin Thomas. Great. Then my, I've got two WDs. I've got two WDs and a miscut in two weeks of one and done. How is that even possible? Now, do you get to keep Joel Damon? No, he burned him. Well, I no. I, if he didn't, if he didn't, if he didn't play, I don't think he burned him. You're gonna really need Joel Damon. I was gonna say he's gonna be a hot That's commodity a coming down the stretch. So yes, if if um we'll we'll have this debate later on. You know, come Masters when I really want to use Ma- or Joel Damon again, Damon again. You're just fortunate the season's really long for this. I know. Well, I just remember getting your text message and saying, you know, Damon's out or Domin's out. I'm gonna I'm gonna move on. And I figured you'd go with somebody other than Nate Lashley. It's like you dug deeper in the bin. You're at the bottom of the well week two. La- Andrew Landry ended up winning it, so I was like kind of on the right path. You know, I just was the wrong name. Didn't Landry miss six of the last eight cuts or something like that? But he also lost in a playoff there to Rom. So. so we'll get into Landry a little bit more at the end of the show here when we uh, yeah. recap last week. But um, so let's uh, let's move forward with uh, our one and done picks for this week here at the Farmers. Um, who wants to lead us off this so week? So should we should we start doing it? Last week we kind of did this in a weird order. Like I went first because I was thinking worst guy should go first. But really the the advantage that agreed. Yeah, it, it should go top down. Yeah. Yep. Oh, so is that me? Tractor? That is you. Yep. <laughs> oh, okay. So I got to go first because I'm I'm what I'm winning. Okay, cool. Yeah, through two weeks you are. Yes. I know. Again, when you're in the lead, you got to run your mouth. Yep. You don't. You only have so much time in life to run your mouth. So you got to run your mouth when you're riding high, and then you got to be able to accept all the crap people give you when you're getting your ass kicked. Fortunately, I can do that. Stop with the pro tracker reviews, folks. His head's getting a little too big. <laughs> <laughs> I think he just has burner accounts. I think he's doing that himself. Yeah. Oh, hey, Moose, thanks for my free membership. I appreciate yeah. that. <laughs> Ken from Cincinnati thinks we need more tractor. <laughs> uh, I'm going to take uh, Matsuyama this week. Uh, you know, he did a T12 at Wailea, and his last two times here, he had a T12 and a T3 last year. I mean, I, I like Matsuyama this week. Sounds good. So, uh, second place, Rhino, you're up next. Just like my internet search history, I like big booty Spaniards. I'm going John Rom. Ooh. 
Got some big names coming out here. Why not? This is the start of the golf season, okay? Do you think Adidas is ever going to have their stylists be like, John, just we're going to wear, we're going to size up a level of clothes. <laughs> like just a little bit bigger shirt and a little bit bigger pant. We, Mar and I, Mrs. Moose and I call him dad bod because he's got a total dad bod going. He's like 22, but you guys know what dad bod is, right? Yeah, it's me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I majored it. It's like, and that's it's awesome. the three out of four of us talking right now. Paul but, would be the one exception. Yeah. Eat something, Paul. I'm working on it. <laughs> All right, Moose, we're tied for last, so does that mean I go or you go? Yeah, I think you, I think I'm dead last considering I have two WDs okay. and a miscut in two weeks. So I'm going uh, Xander this week. I think he's uh, got some motivation after kind of the after he kind of blew blue Kapalua a little bit. He's from San Diego uh, with the South redo. He's seen it a little bit. No, not great history here, but finished tied for 24th last year. Um, I think he shot 69, 70, 70 on the south course, so he just needed a needed a lower one in the north, and he was right there. Um, got some good stats going, though. Uh, fourth strokes gained off the tee, first, first strokes gained tee to green, and second birdie average. So um, couple that with some of the, like I said, little motivation from Kapalua, and I like his chances this week. So, Moose, who are you going to pick that's going to WD or miss the cut? Jason Day. Oh. No! No! <laughs> I'm going to go with Patrick Reed. I'm going to go down in style if I can. I need to go something else. Paul, you 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 missed a cut with Reed earlier. I'm going to go with your same logic in that you know he's been hot. He did miss a cut, but he's got a little rest there, a little R and R. I think that you know he's amazing short game. His only real weakness would be uh, you know his distance, where he's just about middle of the pack, but. Leads in birdie, you know, top 10 in birdies gain, top 10 in bogey avoidance. Uh, long-term tee to green, he's top 10 in the field. So he's a solid player. He's Patrick Reed, top five in the world, buddies. Well, you said sand saves were were key this week, right? So you definitely want a guy who can just get down there and start digging in. <laughs> I, thought, hey, I, thought, I thought we said we were going to leave the Patrick Reed sand stuff behind us and move on. I, I did. I think he's great. So those were our one and dones. Who who do we all have now? We got so I've got Xander Shoffley. Rhino has John Rahm. Moose has Patrick Reed, and Tractor, our leader, has Hideki Matsuyama. Did you just say Xander Shoffley? Xander, Xander, Xander. Xander. I think it's Xander. Xander. Did you say Xander? I might have. Yeah, they tried to to say it again. It was like little Xander. Xander. I mean, Jesus, Paul. Okay, P. All. <laughs> <laughs> the P. Almanac. <laughs> Tractor and the Moose take on the Rhino and Paul in Fantasy Nassau. Of course, you're going to bring this up. Yeah, because Paul and I won. <laughs> Yahtzee. Oh, uh, so, so Tractor think, and Rhino think... won nine to one last week, right? Yeah. Yes. And this week ended up nine to two. Yeah. Yep. I think what it really proved is how phenomenal of a picker I am, and just how you just mis- picked you, Rhinos. You just pick picked from my the guy week before. I'm not a moron. I know what I'm doing. Well, then make rules that you can't pick the guy someone else took the week before. Change the game. We're already too deep. Change the game. But I think what it really proved is that Moose is the true weak link right now, and he's my new partner for this week. So I really need some help, buddy, Moose. Uh, I'll try. I'm, I got. I've had my guys play all four rounds each tournament. Ricky wasn't very good yesterday. He got me zero. He got Jordan and I zero points. Sorry about that, Rhino. 
I'm over I don't it. know good. what he was doing, but he didn't get a single hole win yesterday. I also think it was pretty sweet that somehow the four guys we picked played the same course every single day. That was like that super helped. convenient. It sure was. And hey, hey, Paul, what was our best ball score on Saturday? Because that was ridiculous. They tweeted out thir- 13 under, 59. Yeah. We would have made it to the U.S. four ball doing that, you and I. Oh, yeah. You know, it was just great teamwork, all in all. I don't know that Jordan and I could have competed regardless. There was just so much chemistry and love <laughs> in the air. You guys were just really gro- grooving together. Yeah, it's sort of like Paul and I hit all the shots ourselves. <laughs> it feels like it when you're playing fantasy Nassau. So this week we're switching up the teams uh, every week. So I have Mike this week. Uh, so Dead weight. Moose and Tractor versus Rhino and Paul. Moose flipped the T to see who's going first. It is us. All right. you. right. I'll give you the first pick so you don't have to have any excuses about guys being taken. Well. Oh, God. The pressure's getting to him. The pressure's getting to him. I'm going to go with Rory, your, your absolute fave. We all know that. Tractor, would you like to tell us about your love for Rory a little bit? I think he's a great golfer. And I also named my kid Rory. But also because we're super Irish and he has red hair. And Rory's a great Irish name. Mm-hmm. It also means red-headed king. So, there you go. It means red-headed king? Yeah. Rory means red-headed king. Yeah. Don't they speak English in Ireland? Yeah. So doesn't <laughs> oh, red-headed God. king mean red-headed king? I don't know. When you start looking into names and you're on these websites, a lot of weird stuff comes out. That's true. So that means uh, Paul and Joran get the next pick. Paul, you want to go or you want me to go? Um, Why don't I go? I was... You know, I batted second the first week was terrible with a miscut and let her off last week and had a good pick with Scheffler. So I don't, I'll lead us off here. Um, kind of changed it up last week. I just started looking at kind of birdies gained uh, for the event. And I'm going to go with a guy who's very consistent uh, overall as well as his course. And then he's also third. Uh, birdies are better gained on the Torrey Pines South course over his last 24 rounds. So give me uh, give me the Jayhawk Gary Woodland this week. Ooh. Okay. I like that. So that puts me up next. And on Moose, to add on to the Rory name, I really wanted the next kid to be Padrig, to have Rory and Padrig. But my wife said we could not say have Padrig because everyone think his name was Patrick, but he has a speech impediment. So <laughs> I was a little let down on That's that one. Aggressive and sp- yeah. But we went with Sullivan, so there you go. But I really wanted Rory and Padrig, and then she shot down Padrig hard. But I pushed. Sully's another good uh, Euro Ryder Cupper. Yeah. All right, so this week I'm going to take... You ready for this, Moose? Yeah. I'm taking Tiger. Fuck you. God damn it. Yeah, you like that, (laughs) Jordan? The goat. I do not like that, and that's why I wanted to go first, but I secretly was just like, okay, Paul, you go first. Uh, I like it. You should go first. It's going to be chilly in the mornings. It it might be a little stiff. It's going to be 70 degrees. He's not Jason Day. He's fine. Okay, Rhino. It's your pick. Um. Just dropping the hammer on us, by the way. Yeah, I feel bad about it, but you know what? I, I have faith in his homo material and his game and his bonobos. Is that the tractor? Is that the name? How do you pronounce his clothing line? Well, he's a rep for them. He's a rep? Like yeah. he's got a side hustle or he's <laughs> sponsored by them? He's sponsored by them. Okay, Justin Rose. He played Man. in Singapore. Obviously, he can play the golf course. We're good. Yeah, I love it. I'm a shell of myself. I was so excited to take this year's first Tiger pick. You were denied that. I was denied that, yeah. I'm, I'm just really pumped that Moose took Roars because that's who I was going to take. And I really feel like he's at least going to make the cut. So I'm a little nervous that Mike picked him because that means he probably won't make the cut. He's made two cuts, right? Moose has. That hasn't been the issue. Moose picks guys who don't make cuts. 
I mean, your picks are... Don't say that I don't make, make cuts, because I make cuts. <laughs> your pi- your picks are a coin toss. I love it, though. We're going to win again. I'm going to get you out of the basement to at least clip up Paul. You know, I mean, that's the goal. The pods discuss their maiden voyage into the quarter arcade. We all put in our lineups last week. We threw $5 into the quarter arcade that was won by the one and only Scott Stewart. Rhino, you started out pretty hot, didn't you, in the quarter arcade last week? I did. Yeah, hot. hot's a great term for it. But yeah, so I literally put together my... I don't play a lot of daily fantasy. I do a lot of like head-to-head side gambling and went through the generator, put together a team in, I don't know, probably three minutes or so. Picked like my favorite 28, 29 guys, kind of exported everything. And it was, I mean, it was really seamless and I loved it. And then I was checking my DraftKings lineup later in the day and I realized that, oh, I'm in first place. Well, uh, being kind of a, a noob, as the kids say, I tweeted it out, absolutely slaughtered on Twitter. Basically, I was called a loser. Uh, it was a bad look for Moose. All You're I was clown. trying to do was You're pimp the brand, right? I was a clown. I was just trying to pimp the brand. I literally don't know what the fuck I'm doing. And I'm in first place, and all you other jmooks are doing nothing. I just love I love that you were the first one of the group to get cyberbullied. I know. I know. I'm in, so I'm in counseling now. But <laughs> but the whole point of your tweet was to show people, like, hey, this is how easy it was for me to put, you know, 20 teams together. Yeah, and that wasn't bullshit. I was literally cooking my kid a waffle, and I was like, oh, yeah, that's right. I need to do this. So I went over and, and kind of put everything together on my laptop. I had a hard time in kind of putting it through DraftKings, but that's a totally different conversation. I was able to do it on my cell phone later in the day. But, um, yeah, I mean, it was really, really easy. Basically, just pick your top you know, 30 guys that you really like. How many of them do you want on the team? I mean, it was, it was really straightforward. I was loving life. I never thought I was going to win the $300. I wasn't going to take your $300, guys. <laughs> I think the best part about all that was, like, day one, you got, like, a team in first. And I'm pretty sure I had a team in DFL. And at the end of the tournament, I still had a team in DFL. And guess who was on that team? My value pick last week, Brian Gay. Oh, uh, yeah. That's, you know, and that's why I'm so happy that we're moving on to the Farmers. Because last week is such a shit show. Like, I, I went back. So Lucas Glover shot 67 and a 65 and missed the cut. That's crazy. Yeah. He shot 76 in the stadium course, but it's just like, you know, fuck. I mean, he, this is unbelievable golf at the highest level. A guy shoots eight under and still misses the cut. I mean, yeah. tough shit. So, Pack your bags, but it's just. Three days. Eight under over three days. Isn't that just ridiculous? Yeah. You're still yeah. not good enough. Sorry, we don't need you to come back on Sunday. You suck. <laughs> and to shoot seven under on your last day. To go out and shoot seven under. Sorry. Didn't you have a pretty interesting stat this week? Because last week we talked about how the stadium course normally trended to be one of the harder of the three courses. And last week the stadium course was actually the easiest. It wasn't the easiest. It wasn't the easiest. Um, It was still still tougher than the other two. But so what we said was that nobody had ever gone on to win if they started on the stadium course. And lucky for nice shot pods. Andrew Landry happened to start on the stadium course, so we were wrong there. Then we also said that you were the least likely to make the cut if you start on the stadium course. Well, that was wrong, too. This year, it was La Quinta. If you start on La Quinta, only 42% of the field made the cut versus 50% at uh, the stadium course and 52% at the Nicholas course. So that was all upside down. The one thing we did kind of get right that was kind of cool is when we looked at the uh, 
most strokes gained on multi-course tournaments, and Andrew Landry was 10th or 11th on that list. Yeah, I was thinking about this last week, some of you got like Paul and Moose. You guys know it's La Quinta, right? Not La Quinta. Thank you. I mean, you guys said that last week, and they said, yeah. Did I say it wrong Look, last week? You did. And oh, I didn't sorry. want to correct you guys, because I thought maybe I'm the moron. And then, uh, it's La Quinta. Oh, La Quinta oh, and Exander. It's all the same. <laughs> yeah, clearly Paul Exander pronunciation. While we're at it, as long as we're talking like courses and where people start, interesting fact for going back to this week real quickly, like eight of the last nine winners have started on the south course, right? Yeah, I think that was a so, stat we saw this yeah. morning. Yeah, and tee times aren't out yet, so we're kind of disadvantaged with our one and none picks, but um, something to keep an eye on. No, and stuff like that, too. I don't think that I'm yeah. ever making a decision solely based on something like that. It's more like right. when there's two guys that I like and I'm trying to figure out which one I want to go with. Yeah, yeah. That, that I do something like that on. I mean, I feel like the Amex, obviously, stadium course is a little bit harder. It's you know a shot and a half harder, but they're all pretty easy golf courses. This one's a little different. I feel like South Course is, I want to say, like three shots harder. Yeah, it is. It, it's It's a big, big difference. So if you go out to South Course and you shoot a tidy little 68 and you got the Cupcake Princess the next morning, like, yeah, you can start, you can really put yourself in a good position to be two, three, four shots up going into the weekend. I get it. So you guys, with this week, are, so are we going to do this quarter? What did everybody finish out at? I think I lost $3.50, so I, I won. I love how DraftKings says, you won a $1.50. It's like, no, I lost $3.50 on that one, buddy. I didn't cash on any of mine. Mine were terrible. I thought I said no. you were 50 cents to the good. I was 50 cents to the good. Oh. One team cashed. I think I had like seven or eight. Scotty Scheffler, like he was my guy last week. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah. So, my, the rest of my guys were awful. Hey, Moose, do you have uh, Scotty's lineup close to you here? What he went with? I don't. Uh, I, I got it. I, I don't. But I know that he had uh, Landry and I think he had Answer. Because I had Scheffler and Answer on my best team, which went a buck fifty, and everybody made the cut. So nice. All six guys made the cut, and I had second and third place. But still, that's a buck fifty. But no, I mean his lineup yeah. was unreal. I tell him to tweet it out, but we don't want we don't want our guy Stewie getting cyberbullied. Yeah, like he, uh, he had over seven hundred points last week, though that which was just absolutely insane. I think Can you tell us about like, that? Like in the daily fantasy world, the 700 points a big thing. I saw a couple people with like a hashtag over 700 life or something like that. I don't know. I don't know enough to talk about intelligently. I'll just get made fun of. Well, people aren't shooting 2,500 so most weeks, right? True. So. Right. Did he have any, were there any hole-in-ones last week? Uh, there was a hole-in-one by the uh, the AM with one arm, which was super cool. Really cool. Yeah, it was all over, I mean, it's all over Golf Channel. It'll probably go down as, I bet it'll go down as shot of the year. Really? Yeah. I mean, how cool is that? You're playing as the AM in the event. I mean, you have a physical handicap that, Proves you can still play golf, and then you make a hole in one like with TVs around. I mean, it's the coolest thing ever. And if you haven't had a chance to watch it, I'm, just on, I'm sure it's on PJTour.com and all over the internet. It was awesome. We're gonna do that. Let's. We're gonna do the uh, five dollars or the five dollar uh, quarter arcade again this week. Or yeah, oh, I already yeah. loaded. I already loaded my team up. Okay, sweet. So what are you guys thinking this week? How are you guys gonna do this? What's your strategy gonna be for it? Select more players. On the lineup generator. Okay. Yeah, I think I only took 20 players last week and just wasn't – I think I had too much crossover. Because I don't think I had one team with everybody make the cut. Yeah, I didn't have anybody make the cut either. But I only had about 18. But I had probably six of those guys miss the cut. So that's really hard to have a good week when you do that. So I, so I, had, um, I think I had 28 guys selected. And I had 
five of my 20 teams had guys get everybody through. The problem mm-hmm. was I think I had a couple of those squads where I had like 10 or, well, I had 10 Kevin Nas. I think that's just too many. I can't have 50% of my lineups with Kevin Nas. If he misses the cut, I'm screwed, right? If that was, you know, Andrew Landry, that would have been a better situation. Right, right, right. Hindsight's always twenty twenty on that front. So, yeah, I'm thinking this week, you know, obviously there's going to be, you know, a lot of chalk. I think, you know, a lot of heavy ownership up at the top. And I might still kind of go, what I might use is there's a feature on there where you can create rules on our lineup generator where you can say, each lineup should contain at least two of these four guys, and then I'll maybe load up some of those guys from the top, like, you know, uh, Rory or Hideki or Day. Well, not Day, but, you know, those guys. And then each lineup, it'll at least have two of those, and then maybe I'll set up some of those lower guys that I think are values and do that in there. But it's going to be a fun week, though. It's nice to have, like, a nice field with a bunch of kind of big names people who can win it over under how many hours of footage of watching the people doing the uh like hang gliding yeah the hang gliding deal off there it's every cutaway two hours wow (laughs) i mean every paul will you track that for us this week (laughs) (laughs) i mean they got to have so much footage of the same thing for the last however many years been doing this they don't need to film it anymore just run the b-roll from 20 2002 it is time to play. Who the hell is that guy? And what should his nickname be? This week we got Brandon Wu, who is a stud college player from Stanford. Last year he qualified for the U.S. Open, and uh, he knew that was going to be a little bit of a problem because he was supposed to be graduating. Well, he ended up placing T35 at the U.S. Open. He was the second amateur in the field next to Hovland. As Brandon Wu was coming off the 18th green. Somebody was there to present him with his diploma. Yeah, that was really cool. I remember that last year. That was awesome. Yeah, and uh, so unlike Hovland, he decided he wanted to stay an amateur. Hovland obviously turned pro the very next week. But Wu wanted to go play the Walker Cup, and he had a good uh, week there. He was 3-1 and one for points. Uh, he finally turned pro. He was 5th ranked amateur when he turned pro. Pro debut, he was 17th at the Houston Open, and then his other event that he's played in has been a made cut at the OHL. Seems to be getting in a lot of places on sponsors' exemptions. I'm assuming that he's got to have some sort of status here now, but more importantly than all that, what should Brandon Wu's nickname be? I like Hoodat. Hoodat. Yep. Like 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 Woodat? Yeah, Hoodat. Like Hoodat going to beat them Bengals. You mean the Saints. <laughs> They do the Bengals do the exact same thing. That's why it's just comical to me. Literally everyone beats the Bengals. Yeah. They got the same cheer. That's all I'm saying. Pick a better one. I don't care. I feel like you're saying woo that. So what about Flair? He's got the woo thing, right? Woo! Woo! Should we just the nature boy. The nature boy. <laughs> what about just Rick? I like that. Rick Rick Flair. I like old dirty bastard or Wu Tang. I yeah, like obviously Wu Tang. Old di- br- dirty bastard Brandon Wu. Tractor, you're going to make the judgment call here. You just can pick any one but the stupid one you came up with. That's fine. I kind of like, I like just like Wu-Tang. Yeah. Brandon but he Wu-Tang. doesn't sound old or dirty or like a bastard. That's why it's funny. So though. what's like the opposite of all that? Mr. Rogers. <laughs> Wu-Tang it is. I love it. The pods discuss stupid golf products and it gets weird. Okay, at the beginning of the show, we were talking about our favorite golf products. 
Surely there's some just really stupid golf products out there. Tractor, I know you've got one, don't you? Uh, yes, I do have one. I think it was called the Strike Pad. <laughs> and it's literally basically a piece of AstroTurf on what I would call a bladder that's blown up. So when you're hitting off a mat, it doesn't hurt as bad. But my favorite part of the infomercial of the People hurt their wrists hitting off mats. It's too hard. You get hurt hitting off mats? I don't know. I mean, yeah, they must bang a lot of balls, and they just hit down on it too hard, and they break their wrist. But the but the best part about this mat is when you blow it up, it's like two inches high. So in the infomercial, which is my favorite infomercial of all time. What, what's the, the product qual- again? What's the product again? It's called, it's called the Astro Mat. No, it's called like a, <laughs> a strike pad. Strike pad. Okay, yes, you've said that six times. Sorry, my bad. I, I think I think that's what it was called. <laughs> but regardless, my favorite part of the infomercial is so imagine hitting like you're standing on the ground, but you put the ball on a piece of astroturf that's like two inches off the ground, and so you're gonna practice all day hitting a ball that's two inches above your feet the entire day. And, and are you doing expect, this outside, or is this for like a simulator? No, this is like wherever, yeah, at the range. Like, like so you've got perfectly good grass to hit off no, of. No, I think it'd be like if you're hitting off mats, and you're like tired okay. of putting your wrist on mats, you bring in this other mat that has an air bladder and it's blown up. But I mean, I don't know about you, it's like, would you really want to go practice putting when your putting mat's raised up two inches? All I'm saying is the infomercial is incredible. It is. It, it, so, was pro- it like looks like it was shot on an iPhone 3. Just emboggled, mind-boggled, that people would hit practice hitting balls where the ball's like two inches off the ground plus at all times. Like, how is that going to translate into you playing golf when the ball's actually like on the ground? It's just bizarre. So, like, do you choke up a little bit on every practice? Maybe they play hilly golf courses. I don't know if this is related, but maybe I'd love this product. But, like, so I hate, I have such a steep attack that whenever I play on, uh, off of, off the mats, I feel like I shank shit because I'm, like, coming in a little bit steep and my club bounces and I shank it. Now, it also might be that I suck, but I don't shank it normally. So, maybe this sounds great for me, Tractor, honestly. It, It could. Let's try. I think we need to find everyone needs to watch the fucking ad. So speaking of stupid golf products, have each of you guys received from at least one relative the the pot and putt? Is that the the shitter one? Yes. Yeah, I have not. No. You've not received it yet. I haven't. No, and I feel lucky about that. Like it's it's almost it's hard being like one of the only golfers in my family because. Like by default, you end up with all the cheesy bullshit gifts that people stumble upon. Well, that's just it. It's like I've gotten that gift at least four times. Like, oh, he likes golf and he likes to poop. I bet he'll love this. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and, and that's a great gift, right? <laughs> but like, it's so that like, stands in, like, and then I'll see on our group me like just everyone's like, oh look what I got this year, the pot and putt. Oh my! The other, God. the other big ones, the uh, where you the golf club with where you pee into it. You take a piss in the yeah. fucking golf club. Like, 
What is that about? Where do you transport that? Do you put that back in your in your bag? Tractor, 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 tractor. This exists. Yeah. And you've and you've still had issues. Club. P. <laughs> well, no, there's not a diarrhea on a tree. It's club. not a catheter. Of, and it comes with like a and it comes like with a discreet. Uh, there's like a little towel thing, here. There's on. a little. Oh, put. Hold on. We might need to turn this into a video podcast. <laughs> here, remove this here. Your, as as I can get your it. overall junk. <sighs> oh yeah, I have seen that. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Well, look at this. Look at the your tractor pull that <laughs> guys in the like, background. <laughs> look at the other guys in the background. They're like, oh god, I wish I had that. <laughs> They're waiting to Fuck. use it. They want next. <laughs> like, why would you want to piss on your golf club? It's though? not a real golf club. It's a fake golf club. It's not on his golf club. Oh, it's a fake golf club. Like, does it count as a club in your bag, though? I, that's a good question. I don't know. He's it Is it tournament so legal? He's walking it... around with his pee bottle <laughs> to go dump it out. He's got his urine. You know, he, and you know he's not. It's not like a clean dribble, right? I mean, like he pissed all over that fucking thing, and so full <laughs> of pee. So it's not only for urine. So it, so, like, I mean, honestly, like, <laughs> wouldn't you love to meet a guy that legit carries that around with him? Look at like, this guy at the table. There's a fucking bush the right the, there, dude. The Just guy at the, the table bush. knows, like, yeah, he's got a, he's got a club full of pips. He <laughs> <sighs> just can't believe it. <laughs> Why? It's post-round. He's enjoying a Giddis. He's not the 19th hole. If he's at the 19th hole, he could just use the restroom. Still carrying around his fucking pisser. This is like, wrong. This is just wrong. This is wrong. <laughs> and they show the towel up top. Honey, don't, don't worry. worry. My dick wasn't out in public. It was covered up. It's fine. Oh. Well, holy shit. Well, that's got to about do it for this episode of Nice Shot Pods. Please follow us on Twitter at Nice Shot Pods. Subscribe, download, review, rate us on your favorite podcast machine. Retweet our stuff. Follow at FNGC Tractor, at FNGC Rhino, at FNGC Paul, and at FNGC... No, my Twitter's not FNGC. It's just at the Moosonomics. Follow us. Retweet our stuff. Oh, and become a member at the Fantasy National Golf Club. You can save 20% by going to fantasynational.com slash pods. We'll see you back next week. <laughs>